Well, good morning, everyone, and uh, welcome to our first Friday Chapel of the New Year. So good to see so many of you here this morning. Uh, the text for this morning, as uh, you saw on the screen, is uh, Psalm 98, verse 4. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Uh, Psalm 98 inspired the hymn writer, Isaac Watts, to write the words to the song we sang this morning, Joy to the World. Uh, that song, Joy to the World, which we often sing during the Christmas season, prompts this question, at least prompts the question to me, um, what gives you joy? What brings you joy? What makes you joyful? How about spending some time with your family over Christmas? Does that bring joy to you? Or returning to Concordia after Christmas break to see your friends again? Uh, does a victory over Cal Baptist in any sport bring you joy? It <laughs> certainly brings joy to me. Uh, how about doing well in an athletic competition? Or receiving an A on a test or a paper? Or being named to the dean's list at the end of the semester? Or how about 10 feet of new snow on Mammoth? Or a ring by spring? Would that bring joy to some of you here? Or maybe you're more altruistic, and what brings you joy is helping other people, participating in Concordia Cares, or as a member of a sports team, engaging in service projects in the community, feeding the hungry, clothing the homeless, mentoring school kids. Or maybe you have an artistic bent and find joy in singing or performing a musical piece or in creating an original work of art. Well, let me share with you some things that bring joy to me, that have brought joy to me. Uh, hearing our seven-year-old granddaughter flawlessly read the Christmas story before dinner at Christmas Eve on our house. Learning from our daughter that my wife and I will become grandparents again in July. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we get to, I get to spoil two, uh, two grandkids now. What also brought me joy was watching my son and son-in-law cheering Chris Paul at the L.A. Clippers game last Sunday. By the way, a less than joyful factoid, a modest beerless lunch for the three of us at Staples Center cost about $59. <laughs> another source, uh, or source, another source of uh, joy for me, and I know for everyone here, was watching Aaron Rodgers complete a Hail Mary against the New York Giants last Sunday. What will make me joyful this Sunday is watching the Packers beat the Dallas Cowboys. That would give me great joy through at least next Thursday. I also read a note a couple of weeks ago from the thankful parents of a Concordia graduate. That gave me joy. Here's what the note said, very short note. Dear President Krieger, please accept this donation to the Concordia Parents Fund. We are very grateful for all the benefits Concordia brought to the life and education of our daughter. It was an experience that shaped her life to the glory of God. Blessings in him, signed by both of these parents. I think she graduated in 2013. Ironically, a memorial service last Saturday for a 90-year-old pastor brought joy to me as I heard how faithfully he served the members of his church and how he inspired and mentored other pastors. I find great joy when I hear from you students in this room how much you appreciate your professors 
and your coaches and how much you learn from them. This has happened any number of times. I get great joy when I watch an insecure, timid Concordia freshman blossom and grow into a self-confident, well-educated senior and then shaking her hand as she walks across the stage at our commencement service. Our text for today from Psalm 98, make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth, break forth into joyous song and sing praises, inspired Isaac Watts to write about what gave him joy, which was the coming of the Lord, the Lord Jesus to the world at Christmas. What also gave Isaac Watts great joy was Jesus coming to him, to us as individual believers, and also anticipating Jesus coming again on the last day. Let me read some of those words that he penned these many years ago from the hymn that we sang. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. I don't think we sang this verse. This is uh, very poignant, though. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessing known, far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love. Go to the world in Psalm 98, calling us to be joyful and to praise God for sending his son, Jesus Christ, to redeem us from sin and death and for his promise to bring us to everlasting life through faith in Christ Jesus. Maybe you've heard of the author C.S. Lewis. You may know him as the author of the Chronicles of Narnia, especially the book for children of all ages, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Lewis was an author, but also a literary scholar of the first rank, a Christian apologist, someone who explained the faith to those skeptical of the claims of Christianity. Maybe you've read or heard about his well-known book, Mere Christianity, a book based on radio broadcasts Lewis made in the BBC to the people of England during World War II, explaining the Christian faith and offering hope to his radio audience during some of the darkest days of the war. C.S. Lewis also wrote a book called Surprised by Joy. It's a spiritual autobiography which chronicles his adult conversion to Christianity. In Surprised by Joy, Lewis writes about his loss of joy when his mother died when he was a young boy. He writes about trying to recover that sense of joy for many years, looking for joy in that sense of security that he had as a boy living with his parents and his brother in Belfast. He sought to reclaim what he once had largely in intellectual pursuits by reading literature, studying philosophy, and exploring various world religions. But it was not until Lewis discovered or rediscovered the Christian faith at age 31 that he found the true source of joy and fulfillment. It wasn't until Lewis acknowledged and affirmed that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came to earth to redeem him, that he found the joy he had unsuccessfully sought 
for so many years. All of us in this room are able to find joy in many of the people we encounter, many of the things and events we experience every day. And we can thank God for giving us family and friends, intellectual gifts, and various talents, which give us and others joy. I know I'm speaking to many joy-filled Christians in this room this morning, but I also know that many of you are struggling. At times, many of you even feel a lot more like a joyless adolescent C.S. Lewis than a joy-filled Isaac Watts. For those of you who are struggling with your understanding of who Jesus is or what he means to you, I encourage you to speak with Pastor Anderson, Pastor Reese, or with a trusted faculty member or coach or staff member. We are eager to engage you in conversations that will help you discover or rediscover how to say with confidence and conviction, joy to the world, my Lord has come. Folks, this is really true. Jesus Christ has come into the world to save us, to bring us joy today, tomorrow, and forever. Please pray with me. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, into our world to redeem us from sin and death and to provide for us a life of joy and meaning in him. We look forward to Jesus coming again to earth to take us and all believers to himself in heaven. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a joyful day. A couple of announcements.